2: To the drive presented by fitness market right here on
3: 93.9 the ville now here's mark ennis and biggest
0: biscuit also known as dave skull
3: welcome back into the drive here on 93 on the Ville. mark ennis dave skull chase i got myself in my ear so if we could fix that real quick i'd appreciate that but hey listen we said it would be stump the gas bag i think we should do that don't you i do all right. Let's get us out of audition there, Chase. So it's super hard to keep my own thoughts when I'm interrupting <laughs> myself right
0: afterwards. <laughs> have,
3: have, have you ever watched the video? Well, people don't hear it. Just you and me. Oh. Did, this, you ever... <laughs>
0: did it work? Is it, is it no, good? No, it's still happening. Uh, it's still happening. Okay. The, uh, have
3: you ever seen the video where Jamie Foxx is like roasting the Doug Williams guy up at the front while while he's trying to like contribute to a roast? Yeah. And he's saying what he said like right afterwards. It's like, it, this is impossible. We've got to get this fixed. I'm gonna go.
0: get All right, get some- let's
3: get that going, and then we'll get uh, we'll get started with uh, with some of the gas back here. So if you want to get in, 8150, 93.9 is the number. If you want to get in here, 3831, <laughs> 93.9 for the UPS Shops text line. I don't. I'm trying to minimize oh, the don't. input so because it's very difficult to talk hearing what I'm saying.
4: It's really hard for the two of us to talk like at the same time. It sounds like four people talking to us. Can't do it. And I hate my own whoa, voice. Oh. There, it, there is. it is. We're fixed. We Chase, we're good.
3: It. All right, so if you want to get in for something, gas bag 81 939. but let's get okay. started. Let's do something, gas bag.
5: Our guys know a lot about sports.
3: Clay Travis is still a dumbass. There is porn on the television here. I love a giant turkey leg.
4: I saw Louisville's offensive line get stoned. But we want to level the playing field. Give their brains a real test. Let us play this game for a pipe. How has that baby not made her hotter? And we want you to get involved.
5: Curse my balls. So here's your shot. Can you stump the gas bag?
3: All right, we're going to do stump the gas bag here. If if this is your first time uh, catching this, it's one-on-one, so we're going to bring callers in You take on either me or Dave. uh, And it is best of three. And you have to blurt out or exclaim gas bag. Uh, in order. That's your way of ringing in to answer the questions. Uh, Chase is experienced with trivia. I've heard him. He should be just fine here. But we'll start things off with, is it Matt that's first? Correct. All right, we'll start things off with Matt. You are up first. Matt, welcome into Something Gas Bag. Do you want to take on me or Biscuit? We know
2: who it is. Stupid-ass Biscuit.
3: That's right. That's my (laughs) nemesis. He's already had one and nothing in my book. Go ahead, All right, Chase, so you first. read the question okay. and give one of these guys a chance to, to ring in
0: here. Okay. Earlier this week, Adrian Griffin was fired after just 43 games. It was the third shortest non interim coaching tenure. What college legend holds the shortest tenure coaching just 20 games in
4: 1992? Yes, oh. Go
3: ahead, Jerry Matt.
0: Tarkanian. Got it. I'm looking for it. Attaboy, Matt. Do you have the well, ringer? Yeah, we got to have maybe the maybe ringer
3: and the, the, uh, the positive and negative here. There you go. Also, Matt- I'm very disappointed in you in that Tarkanian's uh, very, very, very short tenure was with your beloved Spurs.
4: I know. I have the answer. but Matt Very
3: famously, well. everyone very famously remembers, did not know, 32nd timeout, time uh, yeah. was tapping the shoulders, that sort of yeah.
0: thing. What in the world were they doing? Okay. Joel Matt beat me on a Spurs
4: question, basically.
0: Yeah, I think that's why Spencer had it in there. But Of course it was. Yeah. <laughs> Joel Embiid became the ninth player to score 70-plus in an NBA game. Who was the most recent to join the list doing so in February of last year? We got Mitchell.
4: All right, so he he said Donovan Mitchell, all right? Say February of last year? Correct. (sighs) Booker was before that. Pretty sure. Don't ask Uh, me, man. Booker was a couple years ago. Um... I know I'm just a miss. It's right there.
3: Uh, I have a guess if these guys don't.
4: I'm, I'm missing one. It's killing me. I think Booker was longer ago than that. Um, I'll, uh, I'll say Dame Lillard. Got it. Well done. Well done. Yep. That one. All right. Normally, and just to let you know, normally we alternate. Okay. Pop culture, okay. sports, okay. but I know it's your first time. Yeah, yeah, it's all good either way. All right.
3: So we're tied so here, I don't you want. guys. This is sudden death. You two, what's the category here, chase? I play to your advantages too, basically. We, we'll go, go. pop what's culture. The,
0: I mean, I'm, look, uh, you, you beat me on a Spurs question, man. That is the advantage. We have slightly less pop culture questions because I'm well, that's all not cool. as well versed. You but, know what?
4: You do whatever you want, man. I don't want to. I don't want to run your your show for you.
0: All right, here we go. So considering the Oscars uh were just announced, I guess is that that that's what happened in pop culture. Uh but which director has the most Oscar nominations? For for best director? I in general. I just kinda generally looked up. Okay. For whatever it is that
3: Oscar uh, directors get Oscar nominations. Gas hmm. yes, bag. Alright, go ahead Matt. Uh Spielberg. Mm.
4: I would have gone Spielberg there too. He's only won once. Um,
0: it it is nominations.
4: Okay. For best director, the question was for best director. I think, I guess. Uh, but if it's like Frank Capra or something, I'll say Scorsese. Yeah. Got it. Matt. Matt,
3: appreciate it, man. Thank you. you came you. out of the gate hot, brother. I appreciate it. It was valiant. Uh, I appreciate it. Guys. Uh, if, if Spencer were here, Matt, I can promise you he would say that those were good answers. They were. They were good guesses.
4: They were very good guesses. Better than Scorsese I like. was the one that hit me, but I was like, man, he's only got one win. He has a score of nominations, though. He's been nominated for Best Director like god, kind of like 12 times or something. All right. Do
3: we need more contestants or we got somebody ready? We, we, we need more contestants. All right. We need you guys to jump in here. Uh, and give us more of a challenge
4: than Is that. Is Matt your favorite contestant because he has flipped it and
3: starts calling me stupid ass biscuit? Well, only if it catches on. <laughs> right. Fair enough. So eighty-one fifty ninety through nine. I appreciate that. I do. He's trying to change the narrative here. I listen. <laughs> I I appreciate much uh, for for him being able to do that. Uh, so we need uh, someone uh, to challenge either me to give me a chance to make an ass of myself uh, or you to give
4: someone a chance to make an ass of you. So Scorsese's been nominated 10 times. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. That's insane. That's an insane amount. Edging out Steven Spielberg. Because Spielberg hasn't been nominated in a while, and Scorsese, every time he directs a film, still gets nominated, which which, uh, Killers of the Flower Moon this year. And I think he got nominated for The Irishman, I think, a couple years ago. Boy, that movie was very long. It was good. It was good. It was worth watching. But it was just so long. Like, it took me... How many times did it take you, like, sitting down God, to finish it? Three times. I think that's what it was for me, too. Like, it was a It was a chore. And great movies shouldn't be chores, even if they're three hours long. It was just... It was four hours it long. It shouldn't feel like a series.
0: Yeah, it was just too long. Okay, we got a, a flux of colors right there. All right, uh, let's do this Jared's first. next. All right, Jared, do you want to take on me, or do you want to take on Biscuit here, bud?
4: Uh, let's go with uh, you, Mark.
0: All right, let's do this. Okay. Uh, Sound it out, Chase. With Jim Harbaugh's Ah. departure, Michigan became the first team to lose their coach after winning a national championship since this team in the 90s. Name them. Uh, Gasbag.
3: It's uh, Nebraska, right? Correct. He retired. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Good call, man. Tom Osborne retired after they won the second time. Mm -hmm.
0: Okay, though technically an EP, this Alice in Chains album was released 30 years ago yesterday. Name this album features hits such as No Excuses and I Stay Away.
3: Oh, gosh. Uh, uh gas bag. Is it dirt? Mm, I don't know what I'm thinking of there. I don't know what I've got in my I'm trying. Mind. I'm trying to like, I'm trying to, to visualize the CD cover. I can see it. I don't know why I thought dirt was right. It's probably very stupid. It's probably, the yeah. album's probably called Not Dirt. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> uh, I have no idea No guess. What, what do you got Chase I'm not sure Jar of flies Oh, oh, oh Dirt oh. Whatever You know <laughs> But like the visual like, oh.
3: Anyway
0: yeah. Alright Alright well, So this is the question three here So Jared you gotta get this one to stay alive bud in, yep. last, in last year's NFC championship game Brock Purdy had to leave early due to injury He later returned when the backup got injured Who was the backup Gas bag back. Oh. Josh Johnson. Got it. <laughs> Josh Johnson quietly played for like everybody in his uh, career. Yeah, too. no doubt. Uh, nice All right, so we got sudden, sudden death, death. Here, buddy. Since the Bourbon to Be lineup got released earlier this week, lead singer of the Dave Matthews Band and lesser-known actor Dave Matthews played a large role in which 2011 Adam Sandler movie?
4: I know
3: this one. Know this one. Um, Gas bag. Little Mickey.
4: Mm. I know this one.
3: Oh boy. I, um, I do not know this one at all. Are you tapping out? I am. Uh,
4: I surrender. You don't mess with the Zohan.
0: Oh. Huh. Not the ah. one
4: I was thinking of, but that is true. He was in that. Well, that wasn't 2011, but he was. He played a big
0: part in it. Alright, so what movie is it? it? Just go with it. Uh, I can see, I've
4: never oh. even watched that whole map out either. Yeah. That's I certainly game. didn't know that he yeah, was. Yeah, in Don't that. Mess with His Own was like 2008 or right? yeah, yeah, something yeah,
0: like that. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, all right. So I guess so I, I didn't I did have one it. more. We got this. We got this. Who is the only football player to ever win an NFL MVP, a college football title, a Super Bowl, a Super Bowl MVP, and a Heisman? Ooh. Oh, wow. uh, boy. Oh, man. I thought I had it and then I didn't.
2: Gas bag? Desmond Howard?
3: No, that's what I was going to say. Mm. Ah. Man, I am stumped. Uh, gas bag. Is it Marcus Allen? Yeah. That's yes. what I was thinking. Right. Nice
4: job, yes. dude. That's what I was thinking.
3: Right, well nice. done, oh. Jared. Appreciate it. Very well done, buddy. That's a buddy. great pull. Yep. Thank you, guys. Job, Took man. me a second. That's one of the very few times in the history of doing this bit that I've ever worked myself to the writing.
4: Oh, did you see me staring at your shirt? That's what I was doing because <laughs> I kept going through run them. Like, yeah. who won a title? That's what I was trying that's to remember. T- that's where you start. Yeah. I was like, like O.J. Simpson, but he didn't. Didn't win a title. Didn't win a Super Bowl. You know, and like it, it going. And that's through what it. I
3: did. Desmond Howard was the first one I was yeah. thinking
4: too, but then he didn't win a national
3: championship. And I was like, yeah.
4: yeah. Anyway, good job, Mark Stone. That was a great smooth,
3: answer. Smooth as smooth
0: a runner as you'll ever see. Absolutely. Yeah. We got one more. Yeah, we can do one more. Daniel is up next. All right, Daniel. Daniel, you want to take on me or Biscuit today, bud?
3: Uh, let's go with Biscuit today. All right, let's do it.
0: <laughs> okay. Um, Let's do this. Sharon Moore is the favorite to land the Michigan job with Harbaugh's departure. What current Big 12 school did Moore play his college ball at?
4: Oh, I know this. Uh, Current um, gas bag. I think it's Oklahoma.
0: Got it. Ah. Run. Okay. Right. In leaving for the Chargers, Jim Harbaugh is attempting to join an exclusive group. Who are the three coaches in football history who have won a national championship and a Super Bowl? All three. Gasback. Gas uh
4: Pete Carroll, uh, Barry Switzer, and Jimmy Johnson.
3: Yep. Got it. Well done. It's the Barry Switzer that I bet gets most people.
4: Yeah. Yes. Oklahoma and the Cowboys. That's right. right. That's right. appreciate it. The only right, he's. Thank you. he's Thanks for the call, man. He's tied at the hip with Jimmy Johnson for me. That's how I always yeah. – because he took over the Cowboys and won the title. Uh, that's how I always remember the two of them together. His Super Bowl
3: championship is the most um, NBA of the Super Bowl championships. <laughs> you know what I mean? Where it's like you bring in a guy and he's the coach of a team that clearly should yeah. win the championship no matter what anybody no matter does. That, just you know, just do like screw it, it up. Yeah, basically he'd leave yeah. practice early, oh, yeah. you know, all sorts of stuff. He didn't. Got, I got 18 uh, today. Chase, we got a couple questions left at least.
0: Yeah, we do. Right, uh, we usually just we just me
3: go. Me and Dave. Okay. Gas back versus Gas away. Back, yeah. Here. Uh,
0: January twenty fifth, nineteen seventy. This movie starring Donald Sutherland was released. So it was released on January twenty fifth, nineteen seventy. It would receive five Oscar nominations and be made into a TV show in nineteen seventy two. Nash gas is mash yeah Sorry. yeah
4: I uh, was what i thought it was the answer it just started, watch that yeah. many episodes of
3: mash with my dad dude mash
4: is such a great show dude it's uh, and the movie's really good too it's it's just i don't know
3: what it is about that show but there is one episode where colonel potter is very drunk which they often were yep uh but he uh, made reference to greco wrestle romaning <laughs> where he was very drunk and i just for whatever you know 30 years, 40 years later i'm still That joke just stuck in my head for some reason. All right,
0: what's left? Okay, we got one more. With Bill Belichick and Pete Carroll seemingly not being a coach in 2024, who are the three oldest NFL head coaches currently?
4: Well, I know one's Andy Reid. Boy, that's a good one. Is Todd Bowles one of them? He's he's 60, right? Is that old? In the NFL right now? Yeah, I think so. So I think Andy Reid, Todd Bowles, and... Mike Sha- McCarthy. Sean
3: Payton? Mm.
4: Yeah. Dec- How many did we get
3: right? Two. Oh, wow.
4: I think it was the first two. I think Mike McCarthy isn't that old.
0: He just looks like it. Yeah. He looks a- way older than Todd Bowles. I will say one of them surprised me quite a bit. Hmm. Do
4: You, you don't think it's Sean Payton, do you? you said, you said that. I feel stumped. Um... Ron Revere is gone, so he's yeah. not yeah.
0: Is it Sean Payton? It is not. Okay. Yeah. Who we got? Andy Reid, John Harbaugh, and Mike McCarthy. John, John Harbaugh. Harbaugh. Does get, yeah. Yeah. So it was it wasn't it, it wasn't, wasn't
3: Todd the first Bowles. Two, right? It was it was, it was Mike, McCarthy, Mike McCarthy was right. And John Harbaugh that surprises the heck out of him. That's interesting. Yeah, that's the
0: one. Man, how old is John Harbaugh? He's sixty. Bowles is sixty as well, but Harbaugh but he's is. a little older. Yeah. 60. Harbaugh's a little older. Yeah. yeah.
3: All right. Well, that was on the gas bag. Well done, uh, everyone. We Mike McCarthy's it. also sixty. So it's kind of like we
4: lost on a technicality.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you lost by days is is what it is.
3: Damn. All of them look older than Todd Bowles.
4: That's right. So we got three out of the four oldest on our first shot, but we couldn't we couldn't find Harbaugh. I would or, not have guessed that. I wouldn't have either. I thought he was in like his mid But I guess when you think about it, he's been with the Ravens for a long time. What, 17 years? Yeah. Yeah. 17 years. So, I mean, that would be – or 15 years. So, that would be – if he got the job as a relatively young coach, he would be in his late 50s at least. So, yeah. Because back then they weren't hiring 33-year-olds like they are now. I did just see, by the way. We were having the discussion
3: a little bit earlier uh, about the way people view Josh because of the Kenny Payne thing. uh, And – I agree, We both agreed with kind of the overall premise of Cody's uh, comments there about, like, you might however upset you are about how men's basketball is going and the Kenny situation and what you'd like to see from Josh, it, it, it seems like an overreaction is to be like, get rid of him. As if he's, like, the holdout that's stopping progress. And I, I just don't think about – just happened to see, like, a, a Louisville men's golfer, Sebastian Moss, is, like, number 12 in the country now. Like, everything else is going awfully well. Yeah. other sports wise and i do feel like we need to make sure that we're factoring that in
4: here right and I've, I've said that over and over again that's the but i realize the exception's a massive one it's the biggest one but you can't just discredit everything else that's going well
3: on. that's i think that's the point it's like yeah. you don't you don't get to minimize basketball or anything else yeah when you're talking about uh, evaluations of him and i think you and i kind of uh, agree here the uh the real effect with Kenny and Josh's uh, decision, assuming that he is like the main shot caller, I know there's been Trilly Donovan and others sort of saying he felt like they maybe they got overruled from on high uh, about making a decision already. But this keeping of him right now, Trilly Donovan, uh, is a real person. Oh, I, thought, I know. No, I,
4: look, I I, yeah. I, I, he generally has the goods. I'm not, I'm not making fun of it at all. But, but I, I think. All it really does
3: with Josh, though, is is just heighten the necessity of getting the next one right. Like he he simply, I think he has less wiggle room and less room to be wrong about the next coach. Yeah, it just it, he he will have to be very good. Although, to me, that does not mean the same thing as like he's got to be a splash.
4: No, 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 no. I don't because
3: I I don't. I don't I don't it's agree to be the right with like guy. the requirement for that. Would a splash be great? Of course it would, but it's not it's always got though, to be good.
4: Chris Mack was a splash.
3: No, I'm not saying it's a, it's yeah. guaranteed, but would it be nice? Sure, but I'm I'm fully prepared to like dig in with somebody who is going to be workmanlike. But I I don't think it's not like the the situation is not going to get fixed when Kenny gets fired,
4: and it won't be fixed when the next person is
3: hired. That will just be the beginning.
4: Yeah, but we're going to be able to tell early there were indicators that Kenny wasn't going to work out almost immediately and within the first six months during that offseason and during the first ten games of the year in the preseason. We're going to have indicators pretty quickly if this guy is going to have a chance to, to work out or not. You know, and – like you said, the biggest name and the right hire are not always the same person. Uh, I just want a thorough search with multiple interviews and a wide variety of candidates this time. Just people with different backgrounds. You know, I'm talking like what programs they've worked at, what head coaching experience they have. Which you're not going to get anybody that doesn't have head coaching experience in this circle. cycle. You're, like, you're just not. It was such a miss this time. You're not going to be able to sell that to anybody, nor would I want to. I didn't want it last time. I was uncomfortable with the lack of head coach experience last time. It just – and I think that the way this has worked out will nix that forever from the the Louisville head coaching pool, basically. But there's going to be a lot of guys that have a chance to be be successful here. There's several right choices. There are, but there's the best choice. And uh, this next one's just got to be a home run, period. And it may not look like you think it looks – but it just needs to be successful right off the bat, and I'm not talking about like Sweet 16 first year, but I'm talking about the turnaround being notable. The, it's the, the product same on the field,
3: clarity we've been gone, talking about. Yeah.
4: We will know. We
3: will know, uh, and I, I unfortunately, David, we talk about like the firing won't be the beginning or, or the end. It'll just be the beginning. It won't fix it and everything. The, I am concerned that we will be tempted to relitigate this if they're really good like if they're really if they're really good like right off the bat say under someone else I'm afraid of like just how often we're going to notice stuff that wasn't done or wasn't done well I mean we're noticing
4: quite a bit right now
3: but I'm saying once it's being done again yeah you know, th- that, we're, that I am worried
4: about, like, we haven't even got as resentful as we're going to get yet. I think you're, you might be right. I mean, look, Satterfield wasn't anywhere close to the problem that Kenny has been as far as, like, as unsuccessful as Kenny has been. And Brom kind of was such an anti-Satterfield that we talked about, like, it, it, it just further uh, yeah. emphasized the things that Satterfield didn't do when he was here or didn't do well you know like all the stuff we talked about he didn't understand the job which was kind of intrinsic like <laughs> to to, to uh, uh jeff brom and they, he didn't uh, really understand the fan base he didn't uh, win close games uh he didn't win big games he didn't understand the kentucky rivalry like all these things but other than that yeah he he, he had he had the least complicated passing game or sophisticated passing game you've ever yep. seen in your life it's just uh, he could only win one way offensively and we saw Jeff Brom win ways that he didn't usually win this year and he changed his off he emphasized his office completely different it was much more balanced than it's been he won with what he was given or what he had you know we expect it to, to evolve next year but like this all those things were emphasized the things that Sid Adderfield couldn't do when he was here they all further magnified his shortcomings, and it's going to be natural if we make the right – if Josh makes the right hire after the season for next year, there will further be like, well, God, he never did that. Like, man, I missed that. I missed that. All these things that are a given with most college basketball programs, let alone the top ten in the country, that aren't being done right now. We will be reintroduced to them. We haven't lost touch with what it's supposed to look like. You know, I don't think we have. But it does desensitize you sometimes when you've lost thirty-one of forty game Forty-one games. I do think it will be one of the more fascinating
3: things to to see about the next hire is how empowered Josh really is, mm. and how much this because he was an interim. Louisville had interim. He has interim. He had an interim president. You know, it was very much up in the air. Uh, and I think it was much more collaborative than your traditional hire. And will this next time, will it be like that? You know, how how much other voices does a now permanent AD really have to take in? Yeah. How much do the other voices want to weigh in again after the way things went this time?
4: They have four and certain people may have lost their privileges in the room. <laughs> right? I'm just saying. <laughs> like he'll have a lot more autonomy this time. You know, as the as the, the interim tag's gone, you know, he has been empowered to be the athletic director and all the powers that... Well, and that's, you know. I think,
3: the fascinating part about this, then, is, is like, we have no idea what he likes. Yeah, it's true. Who he likes. Except for Jay Wright. I think we all know that one. But Jay Wright's done coaching, so we're yeah, not I'm not trying to give him any life.
4: He told us. It ain't yeah. happening.
3: All right, let's get Chaz in here before we take our last break. Chaz, welcome into The Drive on I The Vote. What's up?
1: Hey, right, guys. Uh, first thing I just want to point out is that, you know, I know ADs are judged on the, the two major hires, but what Josh has done for our university since he's been here, I mean, people forget last year our, our stud baseball coach wanted, was out in public saying he was unhappy. Josh made him happy. I mean, he, he, he fixed some some problems that were within that baseball department. And he's, he's kept our volleyball coach. He signed Jeff Wallace to an extension. Josh has done a lot of positive things. Oh, I agree. So let, let, me, let me ask you all, take Jay Wright, Billy Donovan, those type of hires out. What is a splash hire for you all? Because I feel like the list right now, the only splash hire that I think people would get really excited about in my opinion would it be a Scott Drew. And and it's more because if he's won a national championship. What he took over down there. Um the only thing I worry about with Scott Drew is does he fight the pressure up here. I mean, down there nobody cares about who Scott Drew is. I mean he pretty much probably walked through Waco, Texas. I mean I like Jerome Tang. Um I really like Dusty May. The the concern that I have with Dusty May is that I think Mike Woodson's on the hot seat in Indiana and yeah. Dusty May's Gonna look there. I, I just believe that's where he'll end up. So, I just want to hear you all splash higher than what you all think your top two or three splash higher that can make a difference.
3: Boy, that's a great question. Yeah, it really is. Let's 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 leave some real time to have that talk. So let's yeah. let's take our last break here, uh, and Chaz will answer that. Uh, and let's make just the parameters this, Dave, uh, remotely feasible and a splash. Okay. okay.
4: So that can't be. Jay Wright is retired. Right. And he's Steve Kerr not happy. leaving the Warriors. He's very happy for not uh, not coaching basketball. Billy Donovan is not. I'm going to put him off limits, too. Yeah.
3: yeah. So we'll go. Those from, were Chaz's perimeters. So yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll go. Just ha- remotely feasible and would be a splash uh, to you. We'll both take a shot at that one on the other side here. Before we wrap things up, on the drive on ninth on the bill. right back.
5: Taking care of your family isn't always easy. So we make sure getting care when you need it is.
4: You're listening to The Drive, presented by Fitness Market,
3: right here on 93.9 The Ville. Now, here's Mark Ennis. And Biggest Biscuit, also known as Dave Skull. Welcome back into The Drive here on 93.9 The Ville. Mark Ennis, Dave Skull here. We will get back to the phones here in just a moment. So, Jeff, hang in there, buddy. Uh, But the question was thrown to us, who do we consider a splashy hire? And uh, all I had said to you, Dave, was I'd love to hear your answer to that. Uh, and I just want it to be remotely feasible. Like, Barbara, of course, would be a splashy hire. That's not happening. Uh, so it has to be, the attachment uh, criteria here is feasibility and would be considered a quote unquote a, a splash. I, I think it's a very short list. It's extremely short uh, because I think I'm going to exclude people from being a splash that. I don't know that everyone would, because I think Scott Drew is the only one that's splashy, in in a way that is equivalent to or close to or analogous to when when Louisville hired Rick. This was a guy who had
4: a national championship. So that's as big a splash as you can make, though. I mean, don't you think? I think there's guys that would have been a splash two Are we years about to ago. Do a splash or no splash?
3: Right. Uh, we might be able to. All right, you throw a coach out there, and I'll tell you if it's splash or no splash. Because I literally think Scott Drew is a splash, and that's it.
4: I think you're right, but let's go over it, place okay. because I think there's certain coaches that might have been a splash two years ago. Okay. When we hired Kenny. Okay. That aren't a splash now. Okay. Eric Musselman. No.
3: No splash. Nate Oates. Oh boy. I, okay. I feel
4: like that maybe would be. I think we're close on that one. I think they are close. I think they're relatively close, but Muscleman's struggling so much this year with roster construction; it just doesn't look good. But Na they're going to be a tournament team. I think. Bruce Pearl, mm. splash. See, okay,
0: so that was I'm the next.
3: That
4: was the next name. Thanks, Chase. I'm gonna.
0: Uh, That's the first one that was in my head the whole time
3: <laughs> because he's his personality and, and all of that, and they they have been very successful there. Um,
4: but I, I don't guess think I'm- he's feasible. Yeah, that's right. I so, don't need I, I mean, I to either. be honest with you, I right. don't think he's feasible. I don't think Musselman's feasible. I don't know if Nate Oates is either. Like, I really don't know. Right. I don't They're either. not like reach for the stars, but Pearl parlayed any rumor about him last time into a massive contract that I don't think we can buy him out of.
0: Oates is uh, uh, it's huge too.
4: Yeah, Oates is as well. Um, Shaka Smart. Not a splash. I agree. He might be a good hire, but I don't think he wants to leave Wisconsin. I don't think he wants to leave Marquette. Uh, I think he's right where he is. You know
3: be. what we really need? We need like a kiddie pool category. Mm. Like between sensible salad and splash, we need a that category of like potato skins, super good. <laughs> you know, something dorky. Yeah, I know. I had to make a food of some kind. You know what I'm saying? Like something where it's like that's like, it's better than you're giving it credit for. But it's not meeting this uh, pretty limited criteria of just being like, "Wow, that's shockwaves!" Like, like USC getting Lincoln Riley, like that was a splash. Like that was huge. Sure, Brian Kelly leaving Notre Dame for LSU—that's a splash. Like yeah, A&M, you don't
4: expect it to happen. Those lateral moves. A and M getting Jim, but
3: like that—I don't know how many of those there really are to make, and how many of them are even remotely feasible. And
4: I think they're fewer and far. But like, as hard as it is to make that happen in college football, there were some. Um, circumstances that made it happen with both those coaches you know especially lincoln riley leaving oklahoma um in college basketball you can literally win from anywhere and if you're already a coach at a power five school it's going to take more than just a name to lure you away especially if you're going into a bad situation like louisville's more than just a name you know we've got the support the facilities the tradition everything but it is a bad situation, so it's going to take more money probably to lure somebody away that's making seven or $8 million a year at a Power 5 school, and they have success. It's something they built themselves. What about Porter Moser? How do you feel about him? That's not a splash. It's not a splash, but I'm saying how do you feel about him as the I think second he's category? A, he's an excellent coach, yeah.
3: yeah. The, I think a ton of guys fit in that category. Jerome Tang. Yeah, Jerome Tang in there, Tommy Lloyd in there. Danny Sprinkle. <laughs> I, no. You don't think he's there yet?
4: No, not yet. And we're going to start talking about him, though. We're going to start talking because of, because of our friend who calls in. Uh, I did want 17 to. 17 and 2. Okay. I did want to mention I wanted to give
3: a shout-out to Harold, who has decided to, instead of just griping about the Bring Brom Home dork and how he is just uh, uh, spamming everyone about <laughs> Mick Cronin. a to call him a dork. He's a dork. <laughs> Bring Brom Home guy, you're a dork. Oh. Uh, for no, for just perpetually harassing <laughs> everyone who
4: tweets anything, uh, with with Look, Mick is the pick. He he he's he's uh, let's put it this way. He is um he's jumped the shark with Mick of as the pick. Of course, yes. But
3: what I love is Harold, one of our uh, great yeah. consistent listeners and callers, has taken on the mantle of just replying to him every single time he does it with Mick as a trick, <laughs>
4: every time, <laughs> and I love it. I love it. And I mean, obviously that. The question of Chris Beard always comes up, and we're right where we like. We we're on the same page with him, as we think that he's a phenomenal basketball coach. That even though he was, charges were dropped legally. He has baggage. He has baggage, and it's just if you can get a comparable coach, without the baggage, why wouldn't you? It's that simple. It's that simple. If you really think he's the only guy that can win at Louisville at that clip. I mean, I I don't right. think he's the only one that can. That's right. So uh, it's it's a matter of opinion, you know. I I'm not I'm not telling you how to feel about it one way or the other. I'm just telling you that's where, that's my perspective on it. I think I share
3: that one with you uh, almost letter uh, for letter yeah. there. Let's get Jeff in here who waited through the break, uh, and then we'll get Thomas after that. Jeff, welcome into the Dry Buddy. What's up?
5: Hey, how's it going today? Hey, in, man. what's up, guys? Hey, a couple quick comments. Uh, one on the one I, uh, I pick y'all's brain on buyouts and the other one is on the, the year that didn't count. Well, <laughs> when you keep score, it does count. <laughs> uh, so, you know, in, uh, the year before that, uh, the was under way more scrutiny with what was going on. And there was 13 wins and we're a year and a half plus and we haven't reached that total yet. So, uh, I think it does count. And, uh, On buyouts, um, of course, I'm not a business person, but to me, they pay these coaches these big buyouts way too early. You know, like they're paying coaches in in Kenny's uh, situation. You know, at the moment, he's failing. So you're rewarding guys with big money to fail. I think buyouts need to start lower, and then as you do well, and progress the program, then your buyouts should go up. And I just want to get y'all's opinion on that. Yep,
3: I appreciate uh, the call there. Look, the buyouts are uh, for coaches who are fired for cause, or with, uh, not, not for cause, uh, who are just fired for sucking. Which uh, seems like cause to me, but what do I know? You would think, Dave. There, there's no place that right. better illustrates like the, what it's like to have like a lawyer's mind versus right. a regular person's mind. No offense to the lawyers out there. We love you. But then, then that.
4: Yeah, well, no. Legal minds are it's different. Like Legal terms are different than just logical everyday terms. I mean, why would you get fired? Because I was awful at my job. Well, that seems like a pretty good reason. But it's not cause. But it's not you for cause. Yeah, like, cause. I was
3: horrible at it. And I was tasked with being very good at it. Yeah, but that doesn't break
4: my contract. No, it doesn't.
3: Yeah, it's basically like you have to
4: malfeasance. Like you have to you have to uh, do something non basketball related, essentially, to or or whatever to to break your your contract. You have to misbehave. It seems like, man, if I could just show that you weren't really trying to recruit, can I? Can that be cause?
3: Yeah, it's the <laughs> you it's, weren't you weren't
4: putting your effort into it. Is that not cause? Yeah, it's like the
3: one place where like um, where like the thought counts. Right, like as long as I was super serious about That's right. it, my horrible job, doesn't matter. I was super serial, <laughs> and I it's a, one of those th- like I would love to say that like that there's some reason to think that the 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 buyout situation would ever change. But it, it would be one of those things where we would all have to do it at the exact same time because the yeah. minute anyone can get that kind of buyout, they're gonna go there and you'll never be able to get a coach to it, agree to anything less than that. Right,
4: that's the problem. Is that and I think I thought that buyouts kind of jumped the shark as Dave. I get paid for the attempt. That's right. Uh, when Jimbo had his you know ten year contract and his gigantic buyout, I thought that maybe schools would be a little more judicious going forward. And it is more about the length of the contract with that. Like, look, we can get out of a $10 million a year contract if you just give them five or six years. You know, it'll be a little bit easier to get out of it, but damn, $77 million to break this contract or whatever it was, like, come on. Uh, but you're not going to get away from buyouts, especially when you're talking about taking over situations like Louisville. You weren't going to bring anybody that wasn't going to demand a large buyout because it's a it was a bad situation. Now, we're trust me, we're not excusing any of the things that happened since then. It's become worse because of who we hire. Right. But anybody who took that job would have taken it with a massive buyout clause. Period. Kenny's is actually about as pedestrian, a pedestrian as you yeah. could ask for. Like the next guy we hire, I bet the buyout's higher because the salary's going to be higher. Yeah. Uh,
3: the I mean, only the only downside for me, or the biggest downside to me, uh, about say like if you did swing for somebody huge and you paid them an enormous amount of money. uh, is that it really just doesn't leave a lot of room in anyone's minds for, for anything mid at all. Yeah. Like, you got to be awesome right out of the bat for what you're about to get paid if you do that. hmm so, But we'll see uh, how that how it goes. Let, let's
4: get well, – I think the counter – sorry. I think the counter to the buyout for everyone was, well, nobody else was competing for Kenny. That's true. That's the, that's the counter that everybody has for that, and it's valid. It's valid. But I'm sure he – to take the job, he wanted to be covered. And if he truly was our choice – then he got covered. Nobody was taking the job without a buyout. And nobody will take the job next time without a buyout. The days of hiring Greg Thorpe with like a paying him like one point two million a year or whatever. Yeah, a- and and or whatever we paid him out of the bat and, and and not having a massive buyout it's just over. They're
3: just done. Let's get Thomas in here next. Thomas, welcome to the dry bud, what's up?
6: Hey guys, happy Friday. Hey um, so I through the the changes that are inevitable. Um yeah. do you know what kind of want to take a poll of like the fan base of what are we going to do like when Kenny leaves? Is he still going to be welcomed? Um, and again, I'm just throwing that out there, but how are we going to treat him as going to be welcomed back in the stands? Because it seems like there's been so much criticism um, on how to get rid of him, but he's still a champion with us. Um, always love him and always appreciate what he's trying to do. Uh, just not equipped for the job. Uh, then the second side of that is when we do make that next hire, what's the criteria that people want, right? So there's so many picks out there. There's so many opportunities of this coach, that coach, and the next. But why don't we get together as a fan base or a, a collective and say, here's here's what makes up a championship coach. We need to pay him this much. We need to, um, these many wins. Um, this is what we expect. How, I mean, anything from the finite stuff of hustle and practice, hustle on the court. Like, I would really love to get that temperament of all the things that we change KP for. But what what do we want? So let's let's find our perfect coach, hit those benchmarks, and um, let, let's make an educated pick um, and an educated hire. Versus playing with our hearts this time because we've been through. What is it? I mean, we had Rick was gone, and then help me through this. But when Rick was gone, who was the interim? David, David and then Mac, um, and then um, you know, then we hired KP. So um, how are we going to get like? This has got to be a solidified pick for a while because I think after um, the next couple years, if this next hire doesn't work out. Then, you know, what does the brand look like? So um, just a couple of points of reference and would love to hear the feedback from from you all. Thank you.
3: Yeah, I appreciate it. Uh, Look, Dave, I I don't know if I could distill it down too terribly far, but if I had to, if you just forced me to, uh, a couple of uh, head coaching experience, obviously, you know, is going to... it's at a premium here. That's
4: number one right now. Uh, it really is. I think you got overcorrect.
3: <laughs> yeah, for sure. There, there's just there's not a chance in this world uh, that anyone who hasn't been a head coach is going to be considered here. Nor should they. Uh, I'm going to try to capture like a bunch of things in one thing. Uh, I kind of want whatever, however you want to describe like what creates. Jerome Tang losing it at what he feared was people sort of spying on them in the huddle against Iowa State. You've seen this here uh, today a little bit. And his overall communicativeness in all directions, either with his own players, with his coaches, with the local media, with fans, whatever. Like that, whatever the healthiest thing is before you reach paranoia, I, th- I think Louisville fans want that. They need it. We have it. Uh, it. An extreme sensitivity to slight that's still healthy. That's So you got a, a guy that's been a coach and who's basically going to, to not let there be anything that he's just so like, ah, no big deal. Nothing. Yeah,
4: nothing's a small deal. No- yes. You want somebody who's like, it's not. Maniacal. So like-
3: Someone that Pitching is in detail and maniacal. Yes, like those Everything matters
4: things. i you want some it's almost like you just want anti everything we've had it's kind of like the reaction of Satterfield where you go look i i i want somebody who like you said has head coaching experience I want somebody who is looks like they're engaged at all times well and and let me at let, all times
3: let me add a, a third thing to it, and i want to give uh candra who called in a while back and she really Encapsulated it really, really nicely. I want to give her credit for this. Uh, she said the other way in listening to Kenny talk, he she says he doesn't sound like he sees the job, yeah, the way we see the job. And it might be the thing we like about Jeff Brom the most. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the certainly think that the next coach should
4: see it the way we do because Rick did yeah. real quick. So that's that's what I was. The next point, I'm in total agreement with you. You have to somebody who has reverence for the job and understands what it entails, okay, which is being the face of the program. You have to be. You don't have to be out in the streets every week. You don't have to be pounding the pavement uh, in the streets of Louisville, you know, trying to, to glad hand everybody. But you do have to understand that this fan base appreciates a coach who acknowledges them. On a regular basis. And we'll give basketball answers to questions. Seize them as an asset. Exactly. As yeah. as opposed to a nuisance. Yeah. You know, and we need somebody who is, regardless of whether they're an elite recruiter or not, they're shooting the moon all the time. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, you need to, that's part of seeing your program. I don't want an insecure recruiter. Right. You, are, you need to see your program the way we do, which is a gym and a place that you are lucky to play at. <laughs> so and your players should see it that way, too. You know, it, it, it's some of it's hard to pin down, but those are pretty basic things. I would like to know. I would like to be able to see a defined system on both ends of the court, too. Just for me personally. All right. We got a couple folks here who have been
3: waiting. Let's get is it Eric? that's up next? Yes. Eric, welcome into the drive, bud. What's up?
2: What's going on, guys? Hey, buddy. hey, you know, it's, it's, uh, I think it's going to be, I think everything is going to be good. I mean, <clears throat> I remember the quote from Dickens. We've all heard it, but a bit expanded. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. It was the age of wisdom. It was the age of foolishness. And he goes on to say, you know, it was the season of the light, but it was the season of darkness. It was the spring of hope. It was the winter of despair. Well, I think eventually this is going to turn into, you know, the, the spring of hope. And um, I don't know. Are y'all watching the PGA uh, tour right now in Tory Pines?
4: I'm sure Dave is. Not right this second, but yeah. Oh, dude. I mean, have y'all ever been out there? I've never been to Tory Pines, but dude, yeah. it's, God, it's a gorgeous place, man.
2: Right below it is a nude beach, I swear. <laughs>
3: Did not know. Did, where did this not going. know where you were going. Fact. That's
4: incredible. That like I said, fact. it's a gorgeous place,
2: <laughs> <laughs> and it's cool. It's cool because, like, on one edge of the Torrey Pines course, you can. There's a glider port. So if you ever watch this tournament, they'll show the gliders going back and forth and everything. <laughs> They're going up and down that beach, getting some good views,
3: man.
4: Seriously, you need like an air traffic control tower for the gliders that are it. going over the nude beach.
2: It is. That is. There's a lot of them, but they stay in line. I mean, it's like they stay in perfect
4: line, and you know, it's. it's, We have a system here. Come on. (laughs)
2: And and then, uh, you know, I'm very the football schedule released, y'all. I'm telling you, it's it's looking good. I. I'm going to be good again next year. Eleven and one, and I don't know where the loss will come. I I hate even to say eleven and one, but I I I see us winning on the road at Notre Dame and Clemson.
4: I love it. I love where your mind's at in the ACC championship,
2: and I think we're in the playoffs. I think it's to be like this year, but there's not going to be a pit. But the thing about pit, though, those rats were allowing defensive holding the entire game. I don't know how you overcome that. I guess you just start running the ball.
4: Yeah, I think we talked about it at the time, and, and appreciate the call, Eric. Thank you. I'm sure Jeff would agree. He did in his press conference yeah. the next week that we kept going to the air way too much. Just I mean, we had over 55 dropbacks. Yep. Uh, and bad things can happen in dropbacks period you know even if it wasn't jack plumber's fault because i don't think it was we just gave just too many too many rips texture i agree with this completely texture says i think nude
3: beaches are probably not as good as they sound i think i agree if they Most i would there's people like us that would go to there, t- twist uh, the uh minkins very famous quote i, I don't give lectures because i'd never want to be around people who go to lectures uh, i would never want to go to a nude beach
4: that wouldn't Allow me
3: as a member.
0: That's right. Like I, I honestly, like, we joke
4: about it, but I've never been to one, nor would I probably go to one. That's right. Let's get Keith in here before we
3: wrap things up here. Keith, to. good luck uh following all of that. Welcome in, buddy. What's up? <laughs> hey, what's going
7: on? I, I, I feel very good, man. I, I I feel like it's about to come to an end, and and then we we're gonna move up. I know Josh Hurd looked like he aged about. 10 years in the interview that I saw just by all of the stress he's had to deal with, with, with this. But we're going to get a different coach. We're going to get an experienced coach. I have faith that he's going to get the right coach. Um, I just can't understand how uh, when we look on the satellite and we look at Kenny – he just seems like a a person who's a good guy that took a job he really didn't want to take, but he took it because everyone told him it is a wonderful job, it's is Louisville, it's a top five program, Uh, you know what I mean, you've got all the facilities, everyone told him you'd be a fool not to take this job, but I think his heart was with the Knicks. I think Kentucky and the Knicks he actually enjoyed those jobs. He he never wanted to leave it. But he took it because he knew it's Louisville and it it's a lot of money and a, a lot of prestige. But he it's too much for him. It's too much for him. He didn't have experience. It, it's just too much, man. You have to be a special kind of coach to coach a program of this caliber you know what I mean? So, you know, at the end of the day, he's going to be gone and this will be a footnote and we'll move forward and win again. But I just don't understand some of the moves this man does, you know. But but it's not for me to understand anymore. He's on ball time. We're just marking the X's on the calendar. But the J.J. trainer, the Corfor, the Karan Davis, all of these mysteries that goes on with players, it's maddening. It's maddening because those guys could have gave us a little more to where we may have won one or two more of those games but go card better days are coming trust josh heard you know what i mean I'm, I'm sure he's gonna get it done i think he's a heck of an ad and let's let's root our guys on let's 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 root our players on and hey, go card
3: appreciate it keith uh all the way around there buddy thank you God. Uh, good way to wrap things up here everyone Have a great
4: weekend. Shout out to Kiki Jefferson. She had 27-7-4 last night. I didn't even get to mention her. We talked too much about South Carolina and LSU. I didn't get to talk about Louisville. It is my fault. It's completely my fault, Mark. I like how you take responsibility. I do. I take accountability. Have a good weekend, buddy. See you.